Welcome back to the San Francisco Giants edition of For the Fans, By the Fans, a podcast where we bring you your weekly dose of all things San Francisco Giants baseball from the fans' perspective. I'm a lifelong Giants fan and your host, Benjamin Shapiro. As the Giants sit at 500 and head to San Diego, we welcome back Dolph Shapiro to the podcast. Dolph is a retired orthopedic surgeon, volunteer at-risk youth counselor, and a Brooklyn Dodger turned San Francisco Giants fan. He also happens to be the man who taught me four of the five tools of baseball. He's my dad. But before my dad recants us with stories about me not listening to his instructions on how to hit a baseball, I want to tell you that this podcast is sponsored by our friends at Fanatics. Fanatics is the global leader in licensed sports merchandise. They have the world's largest collection of official sports apparel from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. So dad, what does that mean? You got me. Okay, Dad, they sell all of the Giants jerseys, the Giants hats, everything that you could imagine that is San Francisco Giants branded. You can go to fanatics.com and they'll ship it to your house. It's like amazon.com, but for baseball gear and football gear and Cal gear, all the stuff that guys like you and me love to wear. Got it? I got it now. Thank you. Okay, so we are lucky enough to be Fanatics affiliates. So if you want to go to ftfbtf.com slash fanatics to buy your San Francisco Giants gear, they'll give us a little kickback to help us pay for the production of the show. Dad, what does that mean? Help us by buying equipment from Fanatics. All right. All right. We got it. So, Dad, welcome back to the For the Fans, By the Fans podcast. How are you doing? Well, I'm a little disappointed. We're only at 500, but I'm having fun. I've been to three games. And it's still so much fun to go out to that ballpark. So before we start talking about your experience at the park so far this year, I want to give you your chance to get your shots in. This morning, we talked about the time that you tried to give me some instructions to hit a baseball in the middle of a Little League game. Why don't you start off by telling us that story? Well, I forgot the exact situation, but I do remember telling you to hold your bat up higher. And you looked at me and said, are you the coach? And I said, no, I'm not the coach. And you said, well, then don't tell me what to do. And that was it. It was like when I said, I'll help you with your homework. And you said, thanks, but no thanks. So you were on your own from the time you were like two years old. I couldn't tell you anything. So just for the record, for everyone listening, this was in the middle of an at-bat. Like, the count was two and two. I had already been at the place. People were whizzing baseballs left and right. I was probably 12 years old, playing in Little League, and my dad starts shouting from the stands for me to lift my bat up. And the way that he tells the story, of course, it's this, like, instructional moment. It was the middle of an (laughs) at-bat. Anyway, I'll let you go on this one, Dad, because I want to tell the story about my dad trying to install the Google Hangouts plugin so we can have this podcast. It's now 4.10. We were supposed to record this podcast at 3.30. It took us a full 40 minutes to describe how to open two tabs at once. So, Dad, in terms of following instructions, let's just say maybe it's something that both of us could work on. Okay. Well, I'll need help. Lots of it. All right. So let's talk baseball. You said you went to a couple games. Tell us how many games have you been to so far this year? I've been to three games. Which games were they? Not opening day. 
So the game following and an Arizona game, which we won, and I can't remember the other game. So, you know, I'm old. (laughs) (laughs) We'll call it a senior moment. But I remember it was the Giants playing. That's good. And I was able to go two blocks to find the game. I'm happy to hear that you got home. (laughs) So we're 11 games into the season. The team sits at five and six. We've split uh, two series with the Dodgers, the home opener down in Los Angeles. We split our home opener with one game's canceled, split with the Mariners, and we lost our series at home to the Diamondbacks. How do you feel so far about how the team's performed? We need help. <laughs> and I think help is on the way. They need like several orthopedists on call there for their uh, pitching staff. Are you free? <laughs> no, I mean, it's ridiculous. So you have to be pleased, at least with the starting pitching. And I was okay with the bullpen till yesterday and Dyson giving up several runs. It was fun to watch McCutcheon in the last couple of games. So I'm pleased with that. You know what they're calling him? No. McClutchen. Well, yeah, that's good for two games. <laughs> what are they calling the third baseman Longoria? Longania. <laughs> yeah, right. How long's his contract for? 14 years. Well, we're in trouble. With a belt and him, I'm not sure how we're going to do. But no, all kidding aside, not bad so far, but I'm not optimistic with this team. Their game below 500, they've lost their top three starting pitchers. Do you think they're ahead of pace related to your expectations or behind or where they should be? Probably where they should be. That's what they're going to be at the end of the season. Considering how many injuries they've had so far, losing the top three horses in the rotation, I am happy that they are close to 500. And I realize that Cueto has got two starts in, so we haven't really felt the repercussions there. But this, to me, could have been a horrendous start to the season, and they were able to edge out a couple of close games, you know, a couple of one nothing, uh, the Kershaw game in the beginning of the year. So count your lucky stars, in my opinion. Yeah, but I'm very concerned. For example, with the way Pence is playing, I have problems again with my favorite player at first base. I don't know how many strikeouts a game we're going to look at when he's playing first. I expect two strikeouts a game the way we're going. Well, so far, he's had 32 at-bats, official at-bats, and 14 strikeouts. Yeah, that's typical, isn't it? Yeah, he's first on the team, and Crawford and Longoria both have 13 strikeouts as well. Yeah, but I don't see, like, Crawford batting 280. You know, I expect Crawford about 260, and I don't think you could count on Longoria batting 132 or whatever. So we'll wait and see, but there's some holes there. So your big concern is Hunter Pence hitting a buck 94. And you're concerned about Belt, who's hitting 250, but has the 14 strikeouts. Yeah, and assume Pence doesn't do that well. And Crawford maintains a 250, 260 average. And Belt is Belt with all these strikeouts and maybe hitting 260, 270. Well, what are you going to do with three hitters like that? Here's a question for you. Who has a higher batting average, Gregor Blanco? Oh, one of my all-time favorites, along with Pedro Ferriz. <laughs> yes. Ty Block 
or Evan Lagoria? Todd Block. <laughs> no. No. Gregor Bonko batting 330, edging Ty Block batting 250 over Longoria with a paltry 132 batting average. Yeah, but Ty Block can hit a home run. Ty Block had got his hit off of Kershaw. Of course. He's the only guy he can hit off. Apparently. Apparently. So talk to me about your experience at the ballpark. You mentioned you went to the second game of the season, opening day weekend. Did you plan to go to that game or how'd you get in? Oh, it's a funny story. I have a friend who used to be a patient of mine. And through him, I met his brother and the brother's wonderful family. And your mom and I were walking. Wait, it was opening day. I forgot. Did you go to the first and the second game? And that's the mystery game we were missing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They played two games against the Mariners. You went to both of them? Yeah. I knew I forgot something. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you went to opening day. This is what happens when you're almost 75. All right. So you're walking down the street. It's opening day. You bump into your buddy. And I'm in front of Momo's and I see this fellow and he says, hey, Doc, how are you? I said, Joe, hey, do you have my ticket? (laughs) Kidding around and I'm with your mother. He says, oh, you want to go to the game? I said, why not? It's opening day. He says, hold on. And he takes his phone out. He calls someone and says, Doc, we have a ticket for you. You'll buy a couple of beers for us. I said, sure. So I figured, okay, I'm going to go up and sit in the top deck. So we walk in and he takes me through the main gate. And he says, oh, we're in section 115. I said, 115, it's behind the catcher. And I keep walking down and down and down. And next thing you know, I'm reaching for Buster Posey's wallet in the back pocket of his jersey. What did you do in a past life to deserve bumping into somebody on the street on opening day and they have the best ticket in the ballpark for you to sit there? I never sat in a seat like that. It was just unbelievable. And not only that, they wouldn't let me treat them to drinks or anything. They treated me. (laughs) So that was really something. It's too bad I forgot about it. (laughs) Thanks for reminding me. I'm happy again. (laughs) Good. I don't want to remind you that they lost the last series to the Diamondbacks and Paul Goldschmidt destroyed us like usual. But Why did they pitch to the man? They deserve it. They assumed Tim Lincecum was gone and that they could get him out now. I mean, this man is Barry Bonds against the Giants. He's super Barry Bonds. Let's not throw the word Barry Bonds around lightly. Whenever you see that man walk to the plate, you don't even have to pitch four balls. You tell him, nice seeing you, Paul. Go to first base. Right. Outside of Paul Goldschmidt and his gigantic forearms, did you notice anything new at the park? What was the experience like? Nothing new. It's just a beautiful place to watch a game. It's so gorgeous and it's fun. The crowd's into it. We have great fans here. It's almost a sellout. It was amazing opening day, which you expect, but it was just a fun time. So tell me, how do you think that the injuries are going to impact the team? Well, I don't know what's wrong with Cueto. They say it's a short deal. Samaja... They say he's going to be back within a week. And Bum, with his finger, I suspect he'll be back within three weeks. So let's tap into your orthopedic surgeon experience. He broke his hand, I think it's his pinky finger, on his pitching hand. And they just moved him to the 60-day DL. What can we expect from recovering from an injury on pitching hand? 
I don't think it's a problem because he broke his fifth metacarpal, from what I understand, and you don't pitch with your fifth digit. So even if he couldn't fully bend it, it wouldn't affect his throwing. So you're saying he broke his pinky finger and it's basically useless when you're throwing a baseball. Correct. Got it. Tell me, uh, we've seen the Diamondbacks. We've seen Los Angeles. Right now, the Diamondbacks sit at nine and three. Colorado, six and seven. Giants, five and six. LA, four and seven. And the San Diego Padres apparently have a baseball team. They're at four and nine. How do you think the division is shaping up? And where do you think the teams are going to lie? Is, is LA still the best team in the division? Well, Arizona is a good team. You think they're making the playoffs? It'll either be Arizona, Colorado, and the Dodgers. I don't know which two of the three. I haven't seen Colorado yet, and I haven't really studied that much. But I think Arizona, from what they've done so far, they're the real deal. So I see Arizona probably winning the division, the Dodgers either second or third, and the Giants fourth. That's where I think it'll be. All right. How do you feel about the young pitchers so far? Anybody any good? You know who I like is Holland for some reason. I mean, he's always around the plate. I think he has good command. I'm just impressed with him. So I hope he can do a good job. He's not exactly a spring chicken. He's been around for a while. Yeah. 31 years old and has been in the majors for nine years. Yeah, I could see why. You know what his career ERA is? A seven. (laughs) Close? No, well, put it this way. It's closer to seven than it is to three. Oh, really? His career ERA is 4.57. He's 69 wins and 66 losses. Like Samaja. He's an average pitcher, or has been an average pitcher, but sort of the end of his career, he's nine years in. Sure. So he's just where I figure the Giants are going to be. Yeah. He's a nice replacement as a middle-of-the-road fourth or fifth starter. Uh, How do you feel about Stratton, Beattie, and Suarez? (laughs) It's too early. Stratton's good. I think Stratton's the real deal. Beattie, who knows? What did he pitch? Four innings? So I can't comment on that. And Suarez, I have no idea. Well, Suarez got optioned to AAA this afternoon, and they brought Holland back up. Yeah. I think that's more that they just needed the roster spot. As I said, I like Holland. I don't know anything about Suarez and who else they could get. They may be out there looking for a free agent. Yeah. Last couple questions for you. How do you feel about the bullpen? Do you like Strickland as the closer? Yes. So far, so good. He's got a nice new pitch. I mean, I couldn't believe he's got a curveball. And it seems like he's got a change of pace pitch. I don't know whether they call it a slider. An off-speed pitch. Yeah, so he looks good. And he only gave up, I think, that ball that Goldschmidt hit off still hasn't come down yet. But (laughs) I don't know if they found it. I'll give Strickland some credit that I think that he's improved as a pitcher. It looks like he did mix in a third pitch, apparently talked to John Smoltz and worked with him in the offseason. But when he gives up a bomb, I mean, it is nuclear. (laughs) You know, if you knew this much in high school with the subjects, you wouldn't have been at Boston University. You would have been at Harvard. Well, I was only a mile away from Harvard. You were close. They didn't have baseball as a subject. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. All right. On that note, any other last stories you want to tell? Well, it's a basketball story. I tried to teach you a little about basketball. 
So I gave you 10 points from the time you were about 6 to 12. And I stood in the corner of the West School basketball court and took shots from the corner. And every time I took a shot and hit it, it was Lamon Murray, who was one of the Cal players with Jason Kidd. Lamon Murray, pro power forward. Uh, yeah. 1993, 1994 Cal Bears, for those of you who aren't Bear fans. And at the time, I had a good shot. Don't forget, this is 30 years ago or something like that. And I'd always beat you. But then when you hit, I think, 13 and you won your game, and we used to drive there, but you took the ball and ran home to tell your mother that you finally beat me. And you were jumping up and down so happy. And I think that was the last time that I beat you right before that game. So that's a good story. I never forget. We had some great times, actually. Yeah, I think right around 13, I realized that you only had about two inches on me. And I had probably 10 or 15 pounds and a little quick disadvantage. So we just took it down to the paint and took care of business. And now that we're getting into the NBA playoffs, little uh, cross podcast pollination, we'll let everybody go on a basketball story. And go Bears and go Giants. You got it. Game tonight against San Diego. All right, San Diego Padres, here we come. Oh, we're going to beat them. Okay. All right, that's a wrap for today's show. Uh, We plan to do this podcast every week, so if you want more Giants baseball in your podcast feed, click the subscribe button. Also, since we're just getting started, we would love for you to rate this podcast in the Apple iTunes podcast store or any other store, and you can send us any questions at forthefansbythefans.com. We also have a uh, Twitter account that's FTFBTF and an Instagram account where we upload some pictures about the Giants and uh, we'll let you know when new podcasts come out. Thanks again to our friends at Fanatics. If you're going to go buy your Giants gear, go to FTFBTF.com slash Fanatics and our friends at Fanatics will kick us a couple of bucks to help produce this podcast. Okay, until next time, swing and a miss and that's it.